0: Welcome everyone. I'm gonna go a little off my plan. Um, Like I said, my life is lived with squirrel syndrome. So I had a different episode that I wanted to release to you guys this week. And I still may later in the week. Uh, But I needed to sneak in here and add an episode. Like I told you guys, this is more of like an open book diary. So if there's something that I need to hear I'm going to also talk about that and just hope that someone else needed to hear it. So what I need to hear today is that life isn't over. That in the midst of what we are living through right now between the COVID-19 pandemic, the racism, um, the fight over injustice, protesting, turning into rioting, um, UFOs somewhere Murder Hornets, um, Carol Baskin. I mean, there's just so many things. I don't even know what to believe at this point. All I know is it's all in my face, and it is so hard to see all the negativity and just literally make it look like the world is falling apart in front of us. It's hard to be in that position and then also find motivation to just continue doing things you're doing. You know, you feel... Like, if you do that, does that mean that you're ignoring what's happening in the world? No. For me, it's just self, self-care. self I mean, yesterday, I was in a slump most of the day. And the night before, I took it upon myself to watch one of the protests go wrong and turn into a riot. And the feeling watching it... I can't imagine being there, but the feeling just watching it on... My phone and a poor man that was like drug out of his vehicle and beat. I mean, there's just stuff you can't erase from your mind. And so I woke up yesterday and just this funk that that I couldn't get out of. Um, I got dressed, but I literally went from one pair of PJs to the other pair of PJs. And what it did was just made my day less productive. And I can't stand not being productive. I thrive off of that. So, I knew about midday that I had an issue. And I went, and got into the Starbucks, and, you know, tried to just flip the switch and think about all of the good things happening. And that didn't necessarily have to be in the world. Obviously, right now, you know, if you look, I feel like the world's just coming to an end. But does that mean we throw in the towel and we just give up? No. It takes literally seconds, but. To just flip your brain, try to find some positive in the world or just in your own life right now. And, you know, I sat down and reflected on everything that's going on in the world, but then also where we're at personally. And again, I don't think we could be in a better place because of the decisions we've made. And I know not everyone is that is in that same position Um, and that's why I want to make sure you guys hear that I know it's hard and if you are ever feeling down or depressed or anything, reach out to me and I'm not going to just listen. I'm going to share with you that guess what? I'm feeling the same way and that doesn't mean that we sit there and we wallow in it and we bring each other down. We talk about our worries and about our hurt and our feelings and then together We find a way to find something positive, you know, let's, let's go have coffee and, you know, just talk about the good things that are going on too, the things that they aren't throwing out there on social media or, you know, news stations. And then also within your own life, you know, are you happy? Are you healthy? You know, are your children okay? Um, I get this whole homeschooling things, but I got some moms going insane. I couldn't imagine. I'm pretty lucky. Mine's only, At the age where we have to practice like our ABCs. Can't imagine trying to actually teach these children these days. So just know that I I see you and I hear you. And you're not alone. And a big thing for me is creating a space that sets my mood. Music is a huge mood setter for me. As well as just my environment that I'm in. So what I have found is when I'm in those slumps is I will find a motivating playlist on Spotify or something, and I will just blast music or put my headphones in and just be in my own world and just try to flip that switch for the day so that I do not find myself there all day long. Um, I allow myself to feel. I allow myself to, you know, be sad and... uh, you know, be realistic about what's going on in the world, but I will not allow myself to live in that place 24 seven, because it's just not a healthy place to be. So in the mornings, I like to blast music while I get ready. Um, it's just, again, helps up the mood. Um, I'm big on essential oils. So, you know, peppermint and orange in a diffuser really helps. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say make me happy, but just the scent is an uplifting scent. So between that and music, if I can start my day off that way and I can get up and I can get dressed and do my hair and makeup, nothing can stop me for the day. Um, another thing that I try to do every single day is make my bed. I've heard a million people say it that, you know, all successful people make their bed in the morning. I don't know about any details on that. All I know is it is crazy how that one thing, and it is so fast, so quick to do. That one thing, it just fulfills me because I feel like I did something productive. So if I can start my day off with that, if I don't have time to get my hair done, I don't automatically feel like I failed myself that day because I did something productive. So I make my bed, and then also when I walk past it at some point during the day, I don't see just a pile of blankets. No different than me in the dishes. I hate dishes sitting in the sink because anytime I pass by them, I see them. I feel like I need to do something with them. And if I'm not in a position to do that, I feel like I failed myself. So, um, making the bed and then turning on some music for me. I mean, it it could be anything from, you know, trap rap to, you know, country, whatever it is that I'm in the mood for, that's going to make me feel the way I'm trying to set my day up for. Um, My husband loves music too. Luckily, he doesn't necessarily love my type of music, and um, I don't know that he supports like twerking before breakfast. But he lets me do my thing, and he probably sees that it makes me happy. So what makes me happy makes him happy. (laughs) And and then I'm sure he's glad when I can leave the house and he doesn't have to hear it. But sets the mood. I'm the same way with work or like cleaning house on a Sunday. If I got a clean house, if I, if I'm just like, oh my God, I have to mop and then I have to do this and blah, blah, blah. I can literally drag myself down over cleaning the damn house. So I'll put on some fun music and I will, I'll just make the mood so that I don't hate it the whole time I do it. You know, and I'll make it fun almost. Uh, Same with my workspace. I love to listen to music, period. So... I like to listen to motivating songs or podcasts while I work, um, just to keep me motivated all day long. You know, they say you get so many hours out of an employee throughout the day because at some point we veer off because we get interrupted personally or we think of something. Um, you're just exhausted by that time. Cause you know, you don't know what they've gone through at home. Um, so for me, in order to get that full shoot, we're talking 10 to 12 hours, you know, whatever it is I need to put in that day. Um, I have to have the mood. I have to set the mood. And so music does that for me. It keeps me motivated, um, between phone calls. Like I said, I'll listen to podcasts. Those motivate me. Um, but I also leave a, leave a podcast like, yeah, I'll pumped. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change my life over this. And I've come to realize that it doesn't work exactly the same for everybody. Uh, which is why I'm making my own. But either way, mood setting between music and your space uh, clutter can be enough to drag me down. So one thing I had to do when we moved um, into this house after selling the other one, uh, we went from a five-bedroom down to a two-bedroom, and I had to get rid of a ton of stuff and purge, and that felt great. But then I also had to take what I did decide to keep and find a space for it at this house, uh, I got really good at organizing and utilizing space. But now I don't allow things to be... I won't say out of place, but... Um, if I'm walking around, part of the hard part of working from home is you see this stuff constantly. So I could be in the middle of my work day and all motivated. I've got my music playing and this and that. And then I walk out and I see the pile of laundry on the living room couch. And I'm like, well, shit. You know? And now it just drug me down a little bit, because I'm like, oh, I was just getting stuff done work-wise, but I realize now I have all this, you know, personal stuff to do at some point, and then my squirrel syndrome is like, do you do it now? Well, then you get in house mode, and and this is one of the reasons I am not 100% um, supportive, I'll say, on the work-from-home thing, is because I've lived it, and for me, it is distracting. Now, not everyone is that way. Um, Some people can look right past that laundry and just keep on at it. But for me, I need to have a separate space where I can just be in the work zone and I'm not distracted by, you know, that personal stuff. And so for me, I need to have a specific office and a specific desk with, you know, 27 pens. So I have the ability to use whichever one I want and 25 notebooks and whatever. Like all the stuff that I need, I need to have it there with me. And then I turn on music and I handle my shit. But again, a lot of it's based off of mood, um, you know, my space and for me decluttering. So I have taken the time to go through each room and see like which, which issues or which rooms have issues for me. So if you walk into a, a space and let's say it's your job and you have a certain feeling whether it's just that you hate being there or you're uncomfortable or whatever it may be, there's usually an underlying reason for it. And for me, my mood is set by my surroundings. So if I walk into my living room and I'm just like, oh my God, like, I just don't want to be in this room. Like, I just need to be in another room because I can't stand seeing this or that. I'm going to just use this as an example right now, but, um you know, laundry piled on the couch and maybe toys everywhere and whatever. And I don't have the moment right now or the mental space to clean it up because I'm trying to stay in work mode or whatever. Um, I'll leave that room. Just, you know, don't let it drag me down or kill my vibe. But I've done that with every room in our house now and decluttered because I realized that that kind of stuff can literally make you hate your own home. When we lived here prior, because we lived in this house prior to buying our big house, now we've moved back to the small house. So when we lived here prior, that was part of the issue as to why I felt like we needed to move and we needed more spaces. We just had too much shit and it was not organized shit either. Uh, Brian had lived in this house prior to me moving here, so we had all his stuff here. Then I moved in and I had my own house in Arizona that was a three bedroom, four bedroom. Um, that I downsized and got rid of stuff, but I brought what I wanted to keep here and then tried to shove it in with all of his stuff and then whatever overflow just ended up out in a shed. And so the house just felt small and claustrophobic and just because we weren't organized, it felt like we didn't fit in the home because our things didn't fit places. And so I made sure moving back here that we did not allow that to happen And I have organized and found a space for everything. And if I couldn't, I asked myself like how much I really needed it or wanted it. And you'd be surprised if I really wanted or needed it. I found a space for it. I created a space for it um, because I got rid of something else or just made some shelf that we didn't have already to put it on. Um, And if I didn't need it, I just got rid of it. And that was liberating too, is to just stop carrying crap around. It weighs you down. And now I can walk into each room of this house besides the fact that we're still sort of working from home. Um, that part still is an eyesore anytime I walk around, but, um, every other room, you know, our bedroom, as long as I've made the bed that day, our bedroom is a comfortable place. It sets a good mood, um, because there's not crap everywhere. Same with the living room. I make sure each night before we go to bed, I pick up the baby's toys and you know, fold the blankets that are on the couch, whatever. Or I try to do it first thing in the morning, but I've found that that can kill my vibe in the morning if I wait. So I try to do everything the night before. And that's just me personally. Um, then there are nights that were just, it was a crazy day and the baby was fussy and I just didn't have time to do it. And so I'll just go to bed. Well, what I've found for me is then I wake up the next morning and I see it and it just kills my mood. so find out what works for you, or even better or easier, find out what doesn't work for you. So if you can pinpoint that if you leave the house a mess the night before and you wake up to that, that that just kills your mood for the day, then... I mean, for me, it's worth it to stay up a little later to pick that stuff up so that I don't have to see it the next morning. And then I can just start my day. I walk out, the house is picked up, you know, get the baby some breakfast, turn on some tunes and get myself ready. And then there's nothing that could stop me that day, you know, but again, right now, it is just so hard to to get to those places with everything going on in the world. So just know that we are human and we are allowed to have, down days. Um, just don't let yourself stay there. And don't forget, if you need anybody or your kingdom, come to us. Um, follow me on my Facebook page, Reign Over You. And guys, let's just, just try to find a little bit of lightness in this dark time and be there for one another and support each other. Until next time, XOXO.